0: Let's bring in uh, Milwaukee Brewers superstar, Christian Yelich, joining us on foul territory right now. Christian, great to have you, and a gorgeous background there, too. Where where are you right now? Are you in Milwaukee, or are you somewhere on the road?
1: No, I'm in uh, my place, Milwaukee. Nice, I love it. I love the Not Florida ceiling. Oh, it's got the lake out there and all that, so good setup.
0: <laughs> You're good. I love it. How you been, how's the season going so far
1: in the first week? Been all good. Um, Season's been good for us. I think we've uh, we've gotten off to a pretty good start. Got a lot of uh, really talented young players that have kind of meshed really well with uh, some of the more veteran guys that we've had around on the team. So it's only six games. Um, Yeah, six games, but we got a long way to go. But uh, some encouraging signs and it's been a really fun team to be a part of.
2: Where do, you have your, where do you have your camera? On the lower floor? I mean, we're looking straight up your nose, but Yelly, what's the deal with that? Yeah, but he, he still looks oh, I nice. know, man, I got
1: like a little table here. There's not really, not really too good of a spot. You're not, we're you're trying not to do our best.
2: You're not, you're not set up in the studio, but no, your spot, if, if you're in the building, I think you're in, your, your spot's pretty show. You know how, I know how you do it.
1: <laughs> you I do appreciate,
2: right. I appreciate you waking up this early for us on, on an off day, right?
1: Yeah, we got an off day, which is which is nice. I get up early now, man. I'm, I'm I'm kind of an early riser. It's it's changed up a little bit.
2: What? What do you? What do you? Are you are you getting into some yoga? Some breakfast? Like you never you used to never wake up because Chipotle didn't have breakfast food. That's why you <laughs> never woke up.
1: The the Chipotle thing is like it might be one of the more overplayed things like about me. Like, like yeah, I go there all the time. I think every baseball player had Chipotle a few times in their life, but uh, I think me and JT were talking about it, where there's like this thing floating around where we went like 140 days in a row or something like that, which I don't know where that came from or how that got started, but we went a lot in the minor leagues, but I don't think any, any sane person would go 142 days in a row or whatever that was. That's, so that's out you- there. Like the, the Brewers like to throw that on the scoreboard for whatever reason, so whoever runs our scoreboard, um, fact check, fact correction. Uh, you're wrong but what do
2: you what do you what do you uh, what do you get up and do now like what is what is this new change I saw you put videos out of yourself working out in the parking lot like that's nice (laughs)
1: yeah I just gotta just get up and enjoy the mornings man I think people you get so caught up in just baseball 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 all the time you know and I don't think that's healthy it doesn't benefit anybody Um, you know obviously it's a big part of your life it's something that you need to take seriously, but you need a you need a good balance. So for me, I just enjoy the mornings, kind of take my time. And then once you go to the stadium, you go to the stadium and you lock it in. Um but yeah it's been it's been good man. The last few years kind of gotten into that that routine and trying to stick with it.
3: Yelly, yeah, what's the deal with you guys opening up so high? You guys just spanked the Mets for three games. I mean talk to me about what I mean ownership of the Mets with all their payroll, your young guys going deep, Mitchell uh Weimer These guys, I mean, talk to me about this team and what y'all just did to the Mets.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the Mets are a super talented team, and anything can happen in a three-game series. We obviously played really well. Um, You know, you guys played a really long time. You know, when you get an influx of young players, um, they bring a ton of energy. They play extremely hard, Um, and it raises the level of the guys that have have been around and, you know, with the young players, there's going to be, there's going to be hot stretches. There's going to be cold stretches, there's going to be ups and downs, but, um, the ones that we have are really talented. Um, they're really good kids play the game the right way and are obviously extremely talented. So there's going to be, there's going to be periods where, um, uh, you know, we catch fire like that. And I think the biggest thing that they've added to us is like, we can, we're, we're multi-dimensional now. We don't have to rely on the, the home run. We, we can do it still, but, um, there's a speed aspect to our team. And especially with the new rules, uh, we can score in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of pressure on the other team and um, it's been fun to be a part of so far.
3: Are you going to steal bases? You going to start stealing some bases? try.
1: Like the old Marlins
3: days, we're going to go back to the old Christian Yelich, no power, well, let's steal bases, got some <laughs> singles to left or what?
1: We might have to start, we don't have to start doing that. Yeah. We've, I ran a little bit more last year. Um, I don't know if I did a lot in 21 or not, but 18 and 19, I, I ran a lot too. Um, some of the times in the Marlins days, I had the hard red light because I was hitting in front of uh, old John Carlo down there, and, and Donnie <laughs> was like, "You stay your ass at first base and wait till he hits one through the windows back there." So I had times with the Marlins when I could when I could run freely, and then there was other times depending on where I was hitting, where it was like, "Hey, if you think about running, don't, and just kind of wait." Um, for him to hit a ball seven hundred feet, and you can kind of just jog around the bases. But I think with the new rules, like it is, it is a really big advantage to have guys that can run and to be able to run because it's it's such a huge difference with the, you know, the two pickoffs or two times stepping off the rubber. Like it, it puts the pitchers in a bind, and especially with the the clock too. Like they have a lot going on. They have to hold a guy. They have to get a sign. They have to think about executing a pitch. So. Um, it's been an adjustment period for everybody. I obviously think the rule changes are a positive, but uh, there's definitely a learning curve there.
2: Do you think four and a half inches is a lot?
3: <laughs> it depends. It, <laughs> depends. <laughs> it helps if you're stealing bases. That's tell what them we, what you're talking does. about. You can't just I throw know, that out there like every
2: player knows. That's what we—that's what we discussed. Oh, I know Yelly watches all of all of foul territory. He, <laughs> no bigger missed, bases. He though. hasn't missed an episode yet. <laughs>
3: Todd Frazier, Yelly, Todd Frazier said that four and a half inches is, as he would say, huge, It's huge, four and a half inches. The bigger huge. bases. Yeah, but he's talking about the bases, but he keeps saying it over and over again. So if <laughs> you ever see us go like this, we're talking about Todd Frazier and his four and a half inches.
1: Okay. It's good to know I got caught up my first yeah. foul territory experience.
2: Now you, don't, now you don't need to watch quite as many anymore. I want to I talk about the young guys. When we, when we played together with Milwaukee, we had the tradition, you know, somebody gets their first hit or first win, you take them into the shower, beer shower, shampoo, milk, orange juice, whatever, you know, is available. Are you guys still doing that? And if you are, with all the young guys, are you just constantly going to the shower and just beer showering everybody after every game because there's always a rookie doing something for a first time?
1: The beer shower is still around, but uh, Wade Miley bought like this huge box of uh, Ace of Spades champagne. So we've been we've been passing those out to the guys after the game. Um, Wade actually got a bottle himself the other day for a – we got him a bottle of whiskey for his 100th, 100th win in the big leagues. Um something we kind of do post game, you know, just, uh, we've, we've had a lot of post game, uh, speeches congratulating guys on, on first or longevity milestones, like the, uh, like the hot hundredth win. Um, and it's fun to be a part of it. It just creates that, that team chemistry, that bonding that, that you're going to need throughout the year. And there's obviously been a lot of firsts for these guys, their first hit first homers. We've had guys with first strikeouts, first, uh, first win in the league. So a lot of firsts, it's fun to be a part of and, um, the, beer stout, the beer shower is still around in Milwaukee every now and then.
0: Also, the cheese heads are a big deal now. I just give credit yeah, the to the head. sport in general for the home run celebrations that have become, I guess, more amplified across the sport. And, of course, oh, that's a great shot of, of Rowdy to kick it off with Pratsy saying actually the other day. You know, I, everyone else, it looks good. I don't know if that thing's going to fit around Rowdy's big, big ass head. But uh, where did that come about? How's that going?
1: I don't know how. I think Willie might have had the cheese head somehow. I don't know how it exactly got started. I think it was floating around in spring training somewhere. And then I didn't know about it until uh, the other day when somebody hit our first homer. We, we went a few games without hitting a homer. And then somebody hit their first one and, and out came the cheese head. But I kind of liked it, especially
3: on especially on Big Randy. It's a, it's a good look for him. <laughs> Christian, have you? You got to get the cheese, that dude. Let's go. No more stealing bases. I need you to go. Deep. I know, I Sorry, I need you to get, to get the squat and then the uncoil and let's go. Hit one up there off the Toyota truck in right center.
1: I know. I've kind of lost the feel for that. Then we, we need to get it back a little bit. It was, it was flowing pretty good there for a while, and then kind of just you know how baseball goes, man. You kind of just lose feel for things, and it's a constant battle to kind of try and get it back. And,
3: um, how do you think you can get but, it yeah, back? I hope, what, is there a drill you do? Is there something you do to get it back? Is there something you talk to or a feel you need? What What, what is it?
1: That's a great question. <laughs>
3: <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you went back. from, I again, I, I was joking with you about kind of being you'd slap at the left when you were with the Marlins and you go to the Brewers and the power goes through the roof, right? And now, and now it's kind of you're saying you've lost that feel again. So is it a, just a feel thing? it was always a drill where I would say, okay, we go flip on the field and I'd find the backspin. I'd see balls going out of the park. And then mentally you're like, okay, I got it again. So I don't know if there's a drill you do. I don't know if there's a, a feeling you're looking for in the cage, go to the hitting coach and say, Hey, slap me upside, upside the head, whatever it takes to, to get mad. I mean, there's gotta be something that you do to get that feeling back.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously made some adjustments when I came over to Milwaukee. Um, kind of just evolved throughout that year learned myself as a player a little bit more learned what i wanted to do and what i was doing i was successful and it was kind of just it was kind of this this natural progression and, and flowing and my body was working correctly like sequencing how i wanted it to and then now it's kind of gotten a little inconsistent and a little squirrely to where it'll be there for a game or two and then it kind of goes away and it's just this this you know how it is this frustrating just back and forth of just trying to get something to stick. And I haven't been moving the way that I've wanted to in the, the last few years, just some bad habits, some bad sequencing patterns that um, I haven't really been able to shake. And it's been, a, it's obviously been, been very frustrating. It's been a um, one of those things where you're just like, why won't your body do this? But um, you know, you just keep battling, keep, keep working, keep trying to do new things in the cage, tinker with it. And, um, you know that's the thing about baseball. It's just a constant battle every day, and um, you got to do everything you can to put yourself in a position to succeed. And if it doesn't work that night, kind of back to the drawing board and, and keep figuring out. But that's kind of what I've been battling with the the last few years. Just gotten some bad habits, and, and just really weren't wasn't able to shake them and be as consistent as I would have liked. It, it shows up every now and then, but not as consistently as it was. Um, which I still believe it's still in there, and you just got to go find it.
3: Go to Chipotle. Go to Chipotle, yeah, start maybe. Going maybe, to Chipotle go every day, Go to Chipotle every day. Hey, yeah. hey. hey, you know, try anything. As a baseball player, we'll try anything. If you go to a place anything. and you hit a homer, you're going back the next day. Let's go.
1: Definitely. You know how it is.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to talk too much baseball because it's your off day. But I always told people, because when I came over to Milwaukee, that's when you took off and you really did well and you were sad when I left. So that's probably what it was. And so, you know, I'll make a trip out to the MKE. We'll hang out and all that stuff. I tell a story, and maybe I don't remember this correctly. Do you remember the home run Big Woo in Pittsburgh into the bleachers in right field? Do you remember that back in 2018? Vaguely, not?
1: Yeah, I remember doing that.
2: Okay. I remember you going in and watching his home run and going, he kind of does some nice stuff. And you stood up and you were watching. You were like looking at it and you were looking at it. And then you went off. You hit like 900 for the rest of the season. So I always told people the biggest change was you watch Big Woo hit a home run. And you're like, well, Big Woo hits a homer. I'm going to do what Big Woo does. So really, Big Woo fixed you.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he had No, that's true. For, no. Especially for, especially for a pitcher. He's got a pretty good swing. Um, right. Oh, and then everybody kind of started figuring out that he could hit, and then that was the end of that for him. And he started getting pitched like a a regular hitter. <laughs> <laughs> but he he got people for a little while when they were just kind of coming after him. Uh, but you know, you know, being around him, he loves hitting. Like he still always has a bat in his hand. He wants to talk about it. Uh, one of my favorite teammates I've ever played with, he's an absolute gangster on the mound. And, um, he's had he hit some pretty special homers. I mean, he really did. He hit he hit quite a few of them and uh yeah i always kind of like doing that though like not just from him but other players like you can kind of like look at them see what they did and be like i kind of like that and then take it into the cage and be able to do that um, you know and just you kind of take things from everybody that you see as a player and you're always kind of tinkering and trying to change things you never know when something's going to click you know it guys are what they are until they make an adjustment or something the light bulb goes on you know and then it can change their entire career for either a hitter or a pitcher plays with a new pitch and it can completely change them so i think that's one of the cool things about baseball is like you never know what you can be or what's going to happen you just got to keep trying to make adjustments and, and find a way to to be as successful as you can
0: Yelly, I'm going to go back to back here. One baseball and then one fun non-baseball that I know you'll like. So first, baseball-wise, did you watch World Baseball Classic? And now, if you come across a a Mookie or a Trout or any of the other superstars that you're friends with, are you like, yeah, we won in 2017, man, you know?
1: (laughs) As you guys do? (laughs) I mean, no, because I think they played really well and the the thing that's really hard about that tournament is you know it's a playoff atmosphere with like one game elimination games for a while i think you have to play like four four of them where if it's winner go home right so in baseball anything can happen you're obviously playing against really talented teams so a lot has to go right for you to win that you have to have a talented team and then you just have to be on the side of where you get the bounces or 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 things kind of go your way in order to win that tournament um but it was a ton of fun. I mean, I really, really enjoyed playing the WBC. Those games are, they're pressure packed. The atmosphere is incredible. Um, obviously we ended up winning back in, in 2017, which is an amazing experience. It was really my first kind of taste of what a, a playoff atmosphere would kind of be like, because I hadn't gotten to experience that yet at that time. And, um, You know, I think it opens your eyes. You go into the tournament, you understand, like, what you think you're getting into. And then once it starts, you're like, you have no idea what you just got into. You're like, wow, this is, like, really intense. (laughs) The passion and the pride takes over. You don't want to lose. Um, And you get to play with guys for an extended period of time. You know, you go to an all-star game and you get to interact with these guys for two days really but it's so busy and there's so much stuff going on that you don't really get to know them and in that setting it's like you're on the team with basically a bunch of all-stars for for two weeks and you're going to dinners there's plane rides you get to compete without the uh i don't want to say distractions of an all-star game because it's not it's not it's not the right word but there's just so much so much going on right like there's the game there's the home run derby there's all the stuff you got to do before there's there's speeches there's media you got to sign balls and stuff like that and and, in that you got to play and and talk to these uh some of the best players in the game for two weeks um i thought that was one of the coolest things about the wbc and something that i really enjoyed
0: Yeah, we should clip that to show for some players like this is different from going to an all-star game the way that you get to hang out with everyone. I'm with you there. All right, let me do the non-baseball for you because I haven't seen this get a ton of coverage since I read about it initially. I just want to make sure this is still a thing. Guitar. Are you playing? Because you picked it up, right? During COVID at one point during the pandemic. Did you do a little guitar action?
1: Kinda. I mean it was it was hit or miss. There's been a lot of miss on that lately. <laughs> <I just> kinda <laughs> fell by the wayside. But when I got COVID in twenty twenty one, I was like locked in I was locked in here for literally ten days. Like so I couldn't they wouldn't let you leave obviously and um so I didn't leave like my front door for ten days. So I was like, What am I gonna do for ten days? Like I watched a bunch of shows and then I was like, Screw it. I just went on Amazon Prime and ordered a guitar and actually I got okay. Like I kind of got the basics down in 10 days. I literally had 10 days with nothing to do, but that like my fingers were killing me and everything. By the time, by the time I came back to play, like my hands were hurting and stuff, but I need to knock this off. But it was fun. It's something that I would really like to do at some point. Um, I think it's like kind of a good outlet from, from baseball or something that when like you come home after games or, or whatever, it's a good way to like decompress and kind of get your mind off the game.
2: We uh, so in 18, Yelly and I were talking about during the playoffs, and the other guys were talking about like because we watched the Capitals. I think did the Capitals win the uh, the Stanley Cup, or who won the Stanley Cup? I'm not. I'm not sure in 18. Anyway, anyway, no, no, yeah. Um. Anyway, well, they were going around and they were like they were binging everywhere. We were talking about going out and having a crazy party when we won the World Series in 18. We didn't. We fell short. But during that time, we talked about you know, your MVP party that you were going to have because you were clearly going to win the MVP party that I didn't get an invite to. So whose party was better, yours or Big G's?
1: I don't know. I mean, I went on a a pretty good bender after that. I'm not going to lie. It was like three or four days of just, we went out like every night with me and my buddies from back home. And uh, it was Bronnie's birthday too. So one of the nights it was like, It was that Um, Baker had his off his bye week, and he was out in LA for that. So we went out for that too. Um, And I remember, yeah, I remember like the last night of that. I was like, I need to chill. Like, I I can't do this another night. I'm not going to make it. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's a once in a lifetime type deal. Most of the time, I mean, it almost was a a twice in a lifetime type deal the, the following year, but. It's something that I think you need to enjoy. You know, when you have success in this game, it's so, it's so hard on you. Like I think when you, you have good moments and you have good things, you need to enjoy them. You know, you can't rest on them obviously, but in the moment, you need to enjoy it a lot when you're playing baseball, you know, like just enjoy the success that you have in a game that doesn't bring you a lot of success, you know? And celebrate the good times. And I had a lot of people around me uh, that had helped me out throughout my entire life. And it was something that we all kind of celebrated together. And it was a good one. You know, I went to G's the year before he had, I think he had Snoop Dogg at his, uh, which he, you know, he, he must have been busy because he didn't attend mine. But he, uh <laughs> he had Snoop out there with his parents, everybody in the, in the club and in, in a club in Hollywood. It was a pretty good time, man. I, I, I enjoyed it and um, we had a lot of fun.
0: That is awesome. Yep. Like, by, by the way, you're talking about the 2018 um, capitals and that's when Ovechkin was in like the, I think it's the, the fountain there, Georgetown waterfront or whatever. Remember that and he's like shirt off swimming, whatever. so Kratzy, like if, if the Brewers win the World Series at some point, maybe Yelly can do an Ovechkin impression or for baseball. I think it was Napoli. Remember Napoli was like just rolling around the streets when Boston won something like that <laughs> partying with the yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: have to yeah, I love what you said though about enjoying it because uh, I know I look back on my career and I say, man, there's some times I wish I would have enjoyed it more and you look around you say that happens so fast that you you don't even realize mm-hmm. what's going on until you have to you almost have to watch the the playback of it and say, man that really happened in the game. are, th- are those moments still happening or as you because get- when I got older I was I thought to myself okay, I'm gonna enjoy this more I'm gonna go out more in the cities see the cities more do you do that now that you've gotten older or is i mean you're up early now you used to sleep all day like yeah. Brad said so obviously you're enjoying it you go out on the road and say hey i'm gonna go say you're in la do you i know you're from around there but do you say or let's go like kansas city i'm gonna go walk around the fountains and see the plaza or has anything changed for you yeah you make more of a conscious
1: effort to do that i think um i you know it's like you said man when When you're in the middle of it is something that you kind of you you keep the blinders on because i think as baseball players like you understand how hard the game is and how how quick it can change on you so you never want to like when you're going well you never want to like let the success kind of get to your head and think like oh everything's all good like you're constantly on edge of like today could be the start of disaster so i need to lock it in and make sure that i don't have any bad habits or uh nothing's going bad like i need to be super focused here And it's a good thing and a bad thing, because like you said, you don't really enjoy those moments until they're over. And then you're like, Oh shit, I wish I would have, I wish I would have enjoyed this a little bit more or, um, kind of taking a step back and look around. And I've, I've found myself doing that over the last few years, you know, and being considered one of the older guys is it's kind of weird because I don't feel that way. Like, I don't feel like I'm one of the older guys, but I really am. Um, you know, especially with the young guys that we've had come up and you kind of get to see yourself in them a little bit of when like the big leagues was new and when it was fresh. And like, you know, I played you when I was a really young player, you know, and when, when you were with the Braves, we played each other all the time and um, just watching guys get their feet wet in the, in the league. And just have all those firsts and those new experiences and like every day is opening day for you. Cause it's all new. Every stadium's new, every hotel, every, and it's fun to watch and it, and it energizes you. And, um, you know, I think that for the rest of the time that I have playing, it's, it's a conscious effort to kind of step back and be like, wow, this is cool. Like this is, this is major league baseball, you know, and it's something that you don't get to do forever. Um, it's something that you've worked your entire life to get to that point And, you continue to work hard every day, but eventually, like you said, it's going to come to an end. So you want to enjoy the experience and the moments as much as you can. And, um, you know, you kind of bring, it kind of brings you a little bit more like joy and purpose and you're not so focused on yourself all the time. And you can kind of help these young guys um, through the league for their first time, you know, through the ups and the downs and what to expect and what's going to happen and um, what happens when you struggle, what happens when you succeed, how to deal with, you know, friends and family and the asks and everything that come along with being a major league player. And um, it's kind of fun to evolve into kind of that part of your career, but at the same time feels extremely weird because I still kind of feel like I'm like them, but I'm not. Does that make sense?
3: <laughs> well, uh, well, just wait until you're get till you're like 39 like I was, and we were with the Braves and we were yeah. terrible, and our whole team was 22 years old. Then you really <laughs> want to feel like an old person that's when you feel like, I mean, Freddie Freeman was like our next oldest guy and he was like 26 and he's talking yeah. about, you know, trying to find, you know, he has, he wasn't even married yet to Chelsea. And we're like, wait a minute, what is happening here? You know, I'm 39, my kid's 10 running around the clubhouse and they're making fun of me, how old I am. So it, it, <laughs> it gets better. It gets worse, but better. Uh, yeah. Where's your MVP trophy? Um, It's at,
1: where is it at? It's at my mom's house in California right now. I'm I'm building a house, so whenever that's finished, it'll end up going there. But right now, all all that stuff's there just because I didn't really have any other place to put it.
3: So it's kind of just hanging out. <laughs> I feel out like it should be room. like a boom box. You should have it. Like, if you, one, one of those things. It's
1: on a stand. It's on a stand on, like, a table. Like, you can kind of, like, where you would put, like, a plate. You know, it has, like, the two things and the one on the back where you kind of, like, lean it up against it. That's where, the, that's where the trophy is. I, don't, I think it's well, so, supposed it, to hang see, them on the wall.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the thing if the young guys get snappy, you know, they get snappy with you, you just walk up and you, you just hold this thing up and you say, hey, guys, look, I got one of these. And when y'all get one of these, you guys are allowed to talk to me. Otherwise, watch how we do it in the big leagues. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know you guys were all in high school when this happened, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: exactly. Amazing. Hey, Yali, we really appreciate you joining us. Hope you enjoyed the, kind of the chill conversations here that we're doing every day live on this show with all the players. So, thanks for hopping on during the off day. It looks like it's a freaking gorgeous day out there. So, enjoy some sunshine it today, is. man.
1: But yeah, finally got some sunshine. It was, it was good catching up with you guys. And I, I know it's been a minute um, for all of us. But uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was good chatting. And um, I'm sure we'll do it again soon at some point.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, Kratzy, say goodbye to your boy. Later. You later later you buddy AJ, see, it. <laughs> God, see it. later